1: Welcome to another episode of Hooked, the podcast where we come up with all the hooks that you ever need for your role-playing game. Uh, I am Zane C. Weber, and I have three people at the table here to help me come up with hooks for you today. They are Chris and Dom and Jack. (coughs) Good. Uh, I love that this has become a thing. I'm the only person who uses actual words and this is going to be an interesting Podcast. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> oh jeez. Okay, alright, okay. Enough 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 scatting please. Uh, so but what I'm a we- man What we do here is we take inspiration from a random Magic the Gathering card and a random word, and we put the two together to come up with an interesting magical item or an interesting setting or an interesting NPC for you to have in your game, if you wish. And so, before we... Get on to today's inspiration. Let's go around and learn a little bit about our hosts. And my question today is: In when you're playing a role-playing game, and you have the opportunity to turn into an animal, what is your animal of choice? T Rex.
2: Okay, it is the correct answer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there are a lot of correct answers going around. Hmm. Uh T Rex. Mm-hmm. Just
3: because. Brute killing power. Yeah, and its arms are funny.
1: All right, I'll 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 give it to you for arm comedy. Um, that that does sell. That sells
2: tickets. What about you, Dom? Is it? I mean, no. I mean, let's let's mix it up. I've never actually played as character with. I mean, I guess I've never played as a drawer, Um, but as anyone who can transform. But I suppose a a, like a rock, like like the giant bird, the giant prey, bird, the, the colossal bird of prey. Just because, you know. Flying would be nice, but also go big or go home. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. 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 And
0: Chris? Well, I mean, it should be pretty obvious. I play as a barbarian that turns into a polar bear. So love me turn into a polar what bear.
3: What about a swarm of polar bears? <laughs> <As> <laughs> 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 I tiny polar bears. Yeah, you're, you oh, have a hundred tiny polar, polar bears, bears. or Like <laughs>
2: one big polar bear. Yeah, yeah, you're like you're having a picnic and you've just got the sandwiches. I'm just like... Th- Shit, there's fucking polar bears every day. They're getting in the. They're getting on the. gate get the polar bear spray when you sleep. When you get back in the car, we'll find another spot. Actually, that kind of
0: is interesting. You're sitting on a nest of polar bears. Oh shit! In a sense, there is a type of. They, there was a type of polar bear spray. It was. It was the old old um, aerosol spray yeah, because no, they yeah. put a hole in the ozone layer, mm-hmm. which resulted in the Arctic melting.
2: Yeah. Shit. Well, I guess I think that's current. Oh, that's current sprays as yeah, well. Uh, you know, they still, still not good for the environment. Really yeah. brought that down, thanks, thanks Chris. Mate. Uh, but the ozone layer is,
3: is doing
1: pretty
2: really well. Thanks for the truth. Specifically, yeah,
3: oh, it is just doing an okay. update. Just an update. Oh yeah, yeah. it's doing oh, better.
2: It's doing very okay right now. Yeah, yeah We uh, cut awesome. out CFCs, but we haven't cut down on any of our other kinds of emissions. Apparently, <laughs> someone's doing CFC somewhere, and they're trying to figure but out. But where I just it is. I just like to say, ozone
0: oh, layer is listening. Just I hope you're doing well, buddy.
2: Yeah, shout out to the ozone layer. You had a rough few years. Yeah, if you're listening, reach out on reach out on
1: social media. We'd love to hear what you think of our our RPG hooks. Yeah, and send us pictures. Ozone layer.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Send us <laughs> some pictures. Yes. Show us. P- send, us pi- send us pictures. Send us pictures of your holes. Any pictures? Oh, oh, <laughs> <Packed dear. holes.
1: laughs> oh, good. All right. Well, <laughs> welcome let's, to Hook. Let's get Woo. on to. Uh, Let's get on to um, some, some hooks. Hold shall some we. Hooked action. So our inspiration today is the card, Blessed Spirits. So it has a little boy and a little girl holding some flowers, but they seem to be ghostly ghosts they in ghosts. front of a, a, a stained glass window with a, a crane or a stalk on it uh, with light shining through. And the quote on this one, just in case anyone would think this was going to be a dark episode,
0: the quote on this card is, "Not all heroes die in armor." So that's a bit
3: sobering. Yeah. Yep. Like a barbarian.
1: There is so much detail in it's these true. kids' faces. It is that is the most disturbing part for me
3: because yeah. it's just
2: you have to look at them in the eyes. One of them is like looks like Haley Joel Osment and AI. Well the sixth sense actually is about it. Shit. The sixth that's the What if they're not <laughs> oh, actually
3: spirits? What if I'm gonna start it? Well well we also have a word, and the word is civilization. Mm-hmm. What, what if they're actually AI from a long dead civilization? Okay. Well, but All now right. they're just inhabiting a church. I don't think that's what they are.
1: I feel like that could have been either a turn or a prestige, not a not a very shit not a solid damn pledge. It. Also it is
2: <laughs> that's the ending of the film, AI. <laughs> Alright, I'm done. Come on, <laughs> uh, who has a pledge? Uh, mine's a magical item. Okay, uh, it gives you uh, uh, gives you a few bonuses. It gives you a plus one to your AC. It gives you. It's just a bunch of little bonuses to your arcana, just like you're kind of a bit more connected to your uh, to to the magic of the world. You're kind of more in touch with all those around you. It's a. Bre- I don't think I mentioned it. it's a bracelet, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just kind of. You're kind of more in tune with the world around you in a way that's kind of ineffable. Okay. That's my
1: pledge. All right. Chris? Okay, this... Okay, I'm going to go dark with this one. (laughs) I'm good. Uh, Let me brace myself. So this is a setting um,
0: or a location. Uh, This is a town secluded from from the world, uh, surrounded by wasteland, sort of desert land for thousands upon thousands... The only way you could potentially get there is through some sort of magic, like teleporting, or if you somehow had a very, very fast way of flying, perhaps. Mm -hmm. But essentially, this is a place that you cannot reach by conventional means. And as a result, this society has lived for thousands of years, completely secluded from all outside contact, uh, and also in the middle of a massive desert. And as a result, as the society grew and there became more people, food... Has become so scarce that it's pretty much impossible for, for them to to sustain as a oh group no. of people, uh, and so they turned to a to a oh, a necromancer essentially, who basically had convinced civilization that yeah we can go on, but I have a, I have a magic they can bring back well, let's go, uh, but they need <laughs> so the okay only, all own, right so so the, so the way that this civilization continues is that every child. On about their eighth birthday, uh, is killed and resurrected so that the society can keep on living, and so that people don't have to lose their children.
1: And there are so, how are these children? Is it just all children? No, there are adults, but there are only like a like a handful. It's like six,
0: maybe a few dozen adults live in this town, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and their children who they continuously have because obviously um, they're. Children are all ghosts. Okay. And they live tethered in this in this little town.
1: Alright. Ghost tethering.
3: Jack, do you have a plan? The meek shall inherit the earth. That's a phrase. Yep. Yep. How are we? That is the words that a player character hears when they enter the holy sanctum where these two spirits live. Will okay.
1: Reside. Okay, so these are these are NPCs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alright. Uh for me. I'm also going to do a location. And so it is a, a small island nation uh, known for its, uh, <clears throat> its almost annoyingly positive people. Um, they almost don't know, they won't acknowledge evil, they won't acknowledge. Uh, like bad things happening because, by all accounts, they are a blessed civilization. Um, their crops never fail. The fish stocks never run out. Uh, if you there, there are no no child deaths. There are no anything bad. Well, they do happen, but they're very few and far between. And the civilization on this island all give credit to this to their patron goddess who uh, is said to inhabit the great cathedral that is the centre of the island. Um, It's as soon as you uh, pull into port, right up the hill on top of the the central mountain is this grand cathedral with stained glass all around. And that is my pledge. Do we have a turn? Okay.
2: So a player who finds this item, this bracelet, will likely want to know more about it because it seems it seems really good but also like you know you'll describe this kind of sensation of of more of a connection to the world around you as being its source they'll like they want to find out more about it so might maybe they'll track down a powerful wizard or a historian or something and if they do that they won't be able to get any firm answers about it except that the bracelet seems to be incredibly old like older than anything this individual has ever seen it's It almost it seems like they they might just like half jokingly say it seems older than time itself, Um, but they'll also say that it appears to be a conduit to the spirit world. So, and that that's just what they're told. That's that's what that's all that's that's what this they they, like short of a god. This this item seems to be separate from the understanding of the world that other people have. All right, uh, generally. but it's, it gives you certain bonuses. It gives you... It gives you... It's powerful. It gives you... Bon- it, like, I'd say it gives bonuses to AC. It could give bonuses to, I said, Arcana. Perhaps magical abilities. Like, you're gaining a great deal of power and you don't... Know where it's coming from. Except that there's something about the spirit the spirit world, which, you know, it, it, you could say that after you die, you either become a ghost or you move on to the afterlife, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's something to do with the afterlife. Interesting. What about you?
0: So, the party is introduced to this society when, in their regular place of business, they are approached by a pair of ghosts who appear to be probably eight or nine-year-old boy and girl uh, who approach hand in hand. And after a conversation, it is obviously unfolds that these children are, in fact, probably about 150, 200 years old. And they decided, being that they couldn't die, they would just walk across the desert and see where they got to, uh, because really they ultimately want to find a way to reverse their condition. They don't really want to keep living as 80 or eight year old children ghosts. They want, they want to basically find someone who's powerful enough to get across the desert and possibly to change them back to a corporal and so that is how the party is introduced and should the party be sufficiently capable of porting or flying or traveling across thousands of miles of desert uh, they might choose to follow these children
1: okay all right what about you jack
2: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
3: Um, I'd say this plot hook would be used as a, it floated sort of like an option, one of many options perhaps to deal with a situation of say like corruption or something like that. You travel to this holy place, you, um, the most pious party member would get approached by the spirits and told that they must do no harm something like that for a set amount of time while they take them to the place that they need to be to purify or whatever else you have in mind. Um, and the challenge is to essentially not just be meek, basically. Right. Yeah. It's just be meek. For please. that player. Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise so, they lose the, the favour, the, the spirits lose the connection to that person. They can't go to where they need to go to purify or right. whatever you need.
1: okay. Uh, so on my Blessed Isle, uh, the, the history of how it came about is that this cathedral has been there for as long as memory uh, has been written down. However, it was just a, a kind of secluded monastery. Um, so, and then it was attacked by a pirate ship who thought that there would be easy loot. However, when the pirates attacked, they tried to sack the cathedral... And for some reason, the whole crew had a change of heart. They turned around, they set back to sea, and brought other pirates in to the cathedral, and they started this Blessed Isle. This was a couple hundred years ago. And so your, your party, your adventurers would have come here and see this Blessed Isle, but they would always feel that something eerie, because everyone's just so positive and happy. It's not that negative things don't exist. It's just there's no bitterness. There's no betrayal. They're, they're welcoming to our fault.
0: So it's like a Mormon Tortuga.
1: Um, yeah, like a Mormon Tortuga.
2: <laughs> what a sentence.
1: Right? <laughs> well, that's going to be the episode title, I think. Mormon Yeah, but since then, like, it has turned into a... A civilization in its own right, so it has. You're now dealing with maybe like seventh generation, um, and people have come and settled there, and they've been they've built it up, and there is, yeah, a thriving thriving trade industry, um, as it is a little bit of a hub, but it is uh, also a place that people come to worship. So, prestige time. Who has prestige? Okay, all right. So you follow the children now. Most parties
0: in a D and D setting will know that they can probably resurrect the children, uh, assuming... But obviously not the children that are 150 years old because they've been dead over a century. Of course. But they assume that should the bodies still exist somewhere and have been buried, then they'll be able to resurrect those that are under 100 in the town. And so should your party follow and arrive at the town, uh, their mission seemed pretty pretty straightforward. But what they discover upon uh, investigation is that the sorcerer oversees... all the necromancer oversees all of these <sighs> resurrection, and what they further find out is that the bodies are left with the necromancer and it unfolds that the necromancer has been in the bodies to sustain himself. <laughs> so there are no bodies. Waluigi?
1: <laughs> no, I can't do it. I don't like it. Why is he eating child
0: bodies just to live? So he, so he sustains
1: the adults
0: with a minimal amount of feed, sort of whatever they can grow, a couple of like potatoes and stuff like that. Who have, they then can have grow. a couple of children. Who then <laughs> have a couple of children. And that's the necromancer's made a, a comfortable life for himself, living off, li- essentially living off his own human herd.
3: Livestock.
2: I don't like it.
0: I said it was going to be dark. Mm-hmm. The, disc- the disclaimer was there.
2: <laughs> hmm. Dumb. So the reason that no one could identify accurately what was going on with this bracelet and truly understand where its power is coming from is because people's understanding of the afterlife and of like the continuum of life itself wasn't capable of comprehending it basically when you're alive you constantly have a connection to the afterlife and you will eventually your entire life force will transfer to the afterlife and You'll become one with the great. The, the, the life stream in the afterlife and maybe you'll become reincarnated. It's the it's just a continuum. The bracelet isn't a conduit to the afterlife. It actually it's the opposite. It cuts off your connection to the afterlife. And allows you and allows you to draw upon the power that would normally be transferred to the afterlife constantly. You're kind of reaching your full potential at the cost of cutting yourself off from The continuum of life of the life force itself. It's this strange kind of feeling where you feel more connected to the world around you, but ultimately you're not. And if you die while wearing the bracelet, that's it. You No resurrection. No resurrection. You are cut off from the afterlife. You cannot you cannot become a ghost because you've basically been feeding off your own ghost this whole time.
1: Mm. It's still better than the
3: children eating. Mm. Mm. Hmm. Hey. Mm. Thanks for the Mormon Tortuga
0: I brought Mormon Tortuga to this episode so You I feel did like you, can cut out, you. you can cut
2: out the <laughs> pedo-cannibalism Jesus Christ <laughs> Jesus, all right, Christ. Okay. Jesus oh, Christ Yeah. Um, I feel like the bracelet I don't know I feel like it should have something innocuous as its name Like the, brace, the bracelet of life or something like that yeah, Which is yeah, not, yeah. not necessarily untrue yeah. But it kind of doesn't quite encompass All of what it actually is Or well, spirit bracelet
1: or something
3: like that mm. Yeah
2: all right, Jank? Yeah, okay, so you have the the, the
3: children blessing thing, or well, the spirits blessing yep. you. Um, you must do no harm. Or else. Um, it, it's kind of, the twist is you, it's sort of paradoxical. For instance, even if, like, if there are undead attacking you, if you don't attack and you're meek, and you're the player that's under this effect, the undead will just get burned away, for instance. Um, right. Or a blade would just get turned. Um, if there's, like, a rolling boulder coming down a hallway... If you were to try to dodge it, and you did, you'd hear the sound of children crying, and you'd feel like the connection being lessened. Well, can you we, should do. Can we
1: stop hurting the children?
3: No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. So so,
2: so ch- children, bad, but hurting owls is fine. Yeah, yeah can we oh, get fuck. back to your, yeah, your policy yeah. call <laughs> punching for okay. owls quickly? <laughs> Let's call back to a different <laughs> episode. Um, I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> yeah, so what you should do, for instance, quite paradoxical, is just full-on, Take the rolling boulder. Because okay, the children right. will, the, the aura will heal you. Very paradoxical. That's so, like the twist.
1: Okay, so you've just gotta literally do nothing. Completely me. To succeed. You can you can walk. Alright. I don't think you could find a, a, a DD table that would do that.
3: I'd feel it'd be sort of like a three strikes you're out system. Right. And then every time you like say say there's like a swinging log or something that hits you. If you if you hit, get hit, you feel like regenerate you regenerate and you feel slightly stronger and more vigorated than you did before if you dodge you feel more sluggish you hear a ne- negative feedback like children crying which is the...
0: yeah negative yeah. feedback like like um, you're a uh, piece of shit. you could have improved, Fuck you. you could improve your <laughs> gameplay yeah um, if you practice a little harder yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah you should um, if you get weighted dice they'll roll in that 20s all the time for you. Is that negative feedback, no. or is that just unsolicited <laughs> advice? <laughs> 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 you should
1: cheat at D&D. Cheat Do us. More. Uh, okay, so my Blessed <laughs> Isle. Uh, so the twist of the Blessed Isle is that it's not actually blessed by a, a goddess. That is just a story that the Isle tells everyone. But when you enter into the cathedral and you stand in front of its, its main stained glass... Uh, in front of you will appear your younger self. And your younger self will judge you as to how you have aged and what you have done compared to what it wanted you to do. And so this is a way that it has basically brought innocence back to its people and reminded them of all the hope that it had they had when they were children and everything that they've done that has betrayed the child version of themselves. So when the pirates showed up, they walked in there... And the pirate captain was like, oh, sorry, little pirate guy. I guess I'm going to dedicate my life to being a good guy now. So this is not so much a plot hook, but it is a good way to deliver or to remind your party of missions that were important to them at the start of the campaign that maybe have been forgotten along the way, because their children, their child selves will know everything that they do where they'll have a much more pure understanding of where they should be going and what they should be doing. Uh, so it's a way to deliver that that without actually, like, sending them a letter from their mother going, where have you been? My uncle has killed all the family and you're just off gallivanting about. Instead, you get your, the child version of your character to do it.
2: Saying my great uncle has killed all the family. Yeah. <laughs> Or the childhood. Yeah.
1: And it's also a really good way as a DM to be sassy to your players as <laughs> themselves. That's well, that's totally
2: fair. You usually yeah. only get to do that with paladins who aren't very good and it's just like, hey, your god thinks you're doing a shit job. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well that is that is that is our four hooks. So we had uh the Blessed Isle, we had the the Necromancer Child Eater. That's his name. I mean you've named it, it's that that's it.
0: Did, did and you also, not give what, him his was name?
1: Not, was Blessed
0: Isles not Mormon Tortuga?
1: Mo- yeah. It is Mormon Tortuga, but that's more of a descriptor. It's called the Blessed Isle, yeah. But it is Mormon Tortuga for all intents and purposes. Uh, we had the the bracelet of life, yep. Uh, and we had blessings of small children, ghosts. No, the meek shall inherit. Yes. Okay. If you want to use all, any use any of those, please feel free and let us know how it goes. If you have your own inspiration feel free to reach out to us on social media. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, and we are on Instagram. We'll do our best to write these up and post them on those social media. Uh, if you are looking for those links, you can find them in the episode notes or you can go to our home on the web, that's notcanon.com forward slash hooked, and all those links will be there as well. If you have art that you would like to submit to us to use as uh, inspiration, please feel free to email us at hookedpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us again. I have been Zane C. Weber. We're here with uh, Indistinct Noise number one, <laughs> uh. A Laugh number two, and Bye. A Word! My, I got a word from Jack. You Thank usually you get very much. At least much. one word. At least one. Thank you very much, everyone. We'll see you next time.